I never thought I'd come back here. This place. This is where everything ended. As part of Team Hammerlock, I fought against ISIS all through Iraq and Kurdistan. We accomplished every mission objective there. We survived everything. Then they sent us to this fucking place, and two months later, boom, all over. I lost everything here. My team, my career, my life. You know, it would really sound cool if I said I swore I'd never come back, but that was never even an option. Park made damn sure I'd never be a Marine again after Spellbind. I didn't think I needed a reason to swear I'd never come back. Not exactly the top of my list of vacation spots, if you know what I mean. So of course, look where I end up. And of course, I'm here as a fucking rent-a-gun. You know, it wasn't real until I stepped off the plane. And that's when the smell hit me. There's something about smell that makes it real. Something about the mountains, the dirt. It's something you can't put your finger on, but the memories all just come flooding back. And suddenly I'm back with Hammerlock. I see the village, the cave, the spider. Fucking goddamn shit-dicked-ass-sucking motherfucker. Kolkara, you Ibn el-Sharmuda, Tazfiq. Four languages isn't enough for how much I hate this place. Fuck this place. Fuck Afghanistan. Three ravens, three ravens with eyes black as night. Just look in their eyes, oh don't put up a fight. They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel. Beware of the ravens or you'll be there next me. You're listening to The Redacted Reports, a Delta Green podcast. When we last left our agents, they were exiting the plane and walking down the stairs to the tarmac at Hamid Karzai International Airport in Kabul, Afghanistan. Inside, the baggage is being unloaded, and all of your gear and your things are there, and they come out and you pull them off the conveyor belts. There is someone wearing a Breckenridge hat that has a sign, Welcome Breckenridge Employees. I'll look over at Rooster. Well, you're technically the only Breckenridge employee. You just really don't want to be in charge anymore, do you? I don't mind being in charge, but I know when to delegate. That's the mark of a good leader, when you delegate. This has Idaho written all over it again. In great big yellow print. Blech. I haven't been able to eat a hot dog since Idaho. Anyway, walk over. Hey, you here for us? Guy looks you up and down. Yeah, you're from you're from Breckenridge, right? Uh, you're Mr. Redacted, right? That's what it says on my driver's license. Good. All right, you need any help getting your stuff? Not to check stuff here. Where's the big box? Uh, the big box is going to be coming off. I got orders on that, so we'll we'll actually have the truck picking it up. All right. Well, that's the big one. Yeah, this is my boss. And gesture to glasses. 
I'll come up with with a smile, offer a hand for a handshake. Misredacted. Hello, Alan Hopsenberger. Nice to meet you, Mr. Hopsenberger. Thank you. Looking around, you do see that you are really the only Westerners that have gotten off that plane. Yeah, and I would have taken a moment to shove all of my hair up under the hat just to make that a little bit less obvious. That's going to be my my MO for pretty much the entire time that we're here is keeping my hair as hidden as possible. He smiles and I thought there were more of you. Is, are those two also in the party? Oh, yes. Uh, Doctor Redacted. I'm with, I guess, CAA liaison, but working with Breckenridge on this. All right. Excellent. Welcome to Kabul. Uh, yeah, uh, me too. I'm Redacted. Nice to meet you, man. You guys have all your stuff. Do you need me to help carrying anything? You got a bunch of bags. I'll want to take this one. You can get the rest. I'll sling my duffel under my shoulder. That's pretty much all I brought. Besides what's in the box. He grabs the luggage that he's allowed to pick up and uh, takes you out front. And there is a black suburban SUV, a large one. And uh, he starts to put things in the back. All right. So I was told that you guys need to go to, looks at his uh, phone, Sar Haswa district, huh? That's uh, that's what we're here. Well, it's a bit of a ride, so get comfy. We've got some shamongs in there, so I'd recommend cover them. They're, They're the head coverings. You know, you cover them over your mouth. I can show you how to tie them if you're not not familiar with them, um, if you've not been in country before. But if you came to Reckoning, you've probably already been here once, twice, or three times or more. Sorry, sorry. what's this for? Head cover. Sand. Sand, dirt, you know, keep the sun out of your eyes. White sunburnt skin. Oh, we putting on the armor in here? Uh, that would not be a bad idea. Yeah, let's let's start gearing up now just so that we're used to it. Is there a meeting room or something we can wait to this or? I would just do it right here at the car. Okay, let's do that. You look over Rooster. Rooster's already half strapped up. You know, we'll get we'll get you to a place because I want to pick up some food before we head out because we don't have a whole lot of options once we get get down south below town. So we'll get you a spot where you can you can get changed, ma'am. Sounds like a plan. How long's the trip down to base Turner? Oh, we got a we got a pretty good trip. It's going to be about six and a half hours, including stops. What's that look like? Is that refueling checkpoints? Yeah, we've got a couple checkpoints that we're going to be stopping through. Um, then there's some area that's kind of back roads. We don't have them as they're not marked on on the maps. You know, we got to be smart about it. But we'll get you out to to uh, at least get you at least close to Turner, and then then we'll figure out if we can't get out to Turner. Why couldn't we? I thought I thought we were running it out there. We are, but, you know, there's always, um, you know, we're not really the most welcome folks here. The Taliban isn't really the nicest set of folks to uh, Westerners or even outsiders. I had no idea. Yeah, that's right. We'll get you there in one piece. All right. A couple locals that work at the airport load, you know, the large tote in the back of the truck that uh, your buddy Rooster brought. He hops in the car and you guys get in and the air conditioning is going and he has some local music playing and takes you to a, a small restaurant. You see throughout the city of Kabul, there are Taliban soldiers throughout. They have a significant presence here. 
even though it is technically a time of peace, you still see men armed with the traditional black headwear and a lot of the Taliban flags being flown as well as the flag of Afghanistan. When you stop at the restaurant, he gets some food, points you in the direction of a, a woman's washroom. You go get armored up, narrowing, because you kind of have to take off a shirt, exposing some shoulders, which also not necessarily a great thing here. Yeah. You're each given shemogs that are actually branded with Breckenridge's name on them. And he shows you how to do a quick wrap around the neck and the head for those that aren't familiar, because there are other ways that you could wear them around. The trip through Afghanistan is pretty. It is a somewhat underdeveloped country, but there are farmlands. There are quite a bit of, uh, there's a very wide highway that cuts south along both sides. There is a river that does run there and beautiful, you know, reed-like areas and farmlands. But you do see that there have been signs of war here. There are military vehicles that are burnout husks that have been here since the days since the Soviets sent their troops in and many Soviet lives were lost and many American lives lost afterward and many Afghan lives as well. It's sobering in the some of the fields where you see some of the military equipment lying there as husks in a field of reeds while there is a farmer working the fields with uh, livestock and oxen plowing the fields alongside. There are mountains in the distance. You travel through a mountain pass here and there. The air is moist. There is a bit of rain on the way down, and it makes the area appear much more green. You turn off of the highway and and head on some back roads and arrive deeper into the uh, Paktika province to the area of the Sarwaza district. As you come by, it's a pretty good-sized area, pretty good-sized town. You make out, you know, a few thousand homes spread out through this valley with a good-sized, intricate Department of Public Works. There are streets, there's some street signs, there's quite a few businesses here as well. It's a small town in the middle of Afghanistan. Out ahead, maybe about 30 miles further south, is where you will find Turner. Before you get into town, you gas up one more time and arrive in the town. He offers for you guys to get some food if you want to stop and get anything here, or do you guys want to wait until we get out to Turner Base? Oh, as long as we're here, we might as well try the local food. I think I would rather wait until we get to the base. Although I admit that I'm slightly biased, I'd prefer to just stay out of sight in this area if I can. That's fair. I think if there's anything we need, it's not a hassle to come out later. I think we'd rather just get, it's been a long day, a couple days. I think we'd rather just get started. All right, sounds good. As you're driving by on the road that he points out mentions, Turner's down this way, so uh, this is where we're going to be heading. You see that there are two technical vehicles drive by at speed. A technical vehicle is a pickup truck. In this case, it's they're both Toyota Hiluxes, early 90s Toyota pickup trucks with a large machine gun mounted on the back with the shield. They are written in Arabic script, looks to be the name of their regiment as they motor by at a pretty high rate of speed. 
Alan shakes his head and looks both ways, watches them, and then picks up a radio in the SUV and radios ahead that we're incoming with some new blood and uh, we'll be we'll be there shortly. Someone responds over the radio. Roger that. See you soon. How close is this to where I was previously in Afghanistan, or did you already go over this? So you had been in a couple different places in Afghanistan. You're about six hours or so okay. from... So yeah, so quite a ways. Yeah, quite a, quite a bit of a distance. But that was where the... In Helmand province is where you had the incident. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah, it's a bit, of a bit of a distance. This is on another part of the country. But Afghanistan is not a very large country. You know, from stem to stern, I think it's maybe 15 hours from the furthest north to the furthest south. So that's maybe, what, the size of California? You arrive at Base Turner, and Base Turner is gated, and you see that there are walls. It is at a mountain pass in a valley itself, and uh, there are, you know, steep mountains, you know, climb up each side around the base itself. The base probably has housing here for about a thousand, but you see a lot of the temporary housing that's been built here is mostly empty. There is a Breckenridge flag being flown on one side of the property, and then on the other side, you see another flag that says Cypress Security. Pull up to the Breckenridge building that says Main Office, and then he stops, he's like, all right, destination fucked, you're there. Let's hope that that doesn't turn out to be prophetic. Oh no, that's what we call this place because there there have been some uh, some firefights that were through here that didn't end well for anybody. Um, that's kind of how Breckenridge got it so cheap. Yeah, firefights don't tend to end well for anyone. Right. Well, let's get your stuff out and uh, you guys can go check into the office and we'll get you guys set up in your bunks. Sounds good. Thank you, Mr. Hofsenberger. You're welcome. And start schlepping stuff. When you head inside the main office, you see that there is a very tall African-American male. Looks over. Ooh, all right. So we've got redacted, 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 and redacted. Welcome to Base Turner. Thank you so much. Walks over to Rooster. You're the analyst that gets us some of the information on uh, this location, yeah? Well, I'm the analyst that goes over the shit they give me and try to put it into terms that actually matter for the boots on the ground. Name's Elliot Byers. Uh, thank you. Puts his hand out to shake. You've helped save uh, a few of our folks out here with uh, you know some of your information. I, I appreciate it. Hey, it's what I do. Yeah, from from other side of the world, and you give us more information than what we can gather here. I mean, shit. So you're the boss here? Yeah, I would say I'm the boss, yeah. Well, no offense, but I hope we can get our job done and get the hell out of here. What is your job? I don't know how much we can say, and I kind of look glance over at Rowan. There's a lot of um, more of the higher brass type of stuff. Give us a few minutes to get settled in and we can chat more about it. Yeah, no problem, no problem. Um, we'll get you keys to your, your bunks. Around here, you don't have to keep the hat on, but a lot of folks of your persuasion tend to keep their head covered just out of, uh, you know, good practice. Better to uh, have the hat on and not need it. Right. All right. So he heads over to desk, pulls out a bunch of uh, security cards and hands them over. 
They all have room numbers on them. Welcome to Hotel Fucked. Party of four. Hey, nice part is you guys get the individual suites, you know. We'll put you up in the president suite. We'll get you the, you know, the Elvis suite. You know, maybe we'll do the, the Frank Sinatra suite and uh, the Biggie Small suite. Look, last time I was here, I was using a rock as a blanket. So if there's something off the ground, I don't give a shit. Oh, I think you're going to be you're going to be happy. You're on the second story, sir. And we have air conditioning 75% of the time. Better than nothing. That would be at night, right? When you need it. Yep, you could turn it on. Well, at least it's not a dry heat. I just shove my glasses up my nose and glare at him. Not now. It's been raining like crazy. Never rains. Right, let's uh, let's go dump our stuff, get settled in, and uh, get oriented, figure out where to go from here. Sounds good to me. Oh, where's the coffee? What kind of coffee you want? We got a Starbucks across the way. The Cypress is running that. Um, and then we got Green Mountain guys over here. We've got a local roaster that does some pretty decent stuff. Ethiopian chap. He knows his shit about his coffee. Let's do that one. I think the local roaster sounds nice. Yeah. Got any death rush? Hell yeah. Excellent. Big, hot, yes. All right. There's some... There, actually, you know what? I think there's a pot in your room. You know what? What? <laughs> Welcome to Turner. And he walk, walks over behind his desk, pulls out a, you know, one pound bag of Death Wish coffee and puts it on the table. Here's my gift to you. Welcome. Welcome into country. I'm going to pick it up. It's actual Death Wish coffee from the States. Yeah. I'm actually going to open it, take a big old whiff, toss a few beans in my mouth, start crunching. Oh, it's already pre-ground. Okay. I'm not actually going to snort it, but I'm thinking about it. You put in a dip, huh? Oh yeah. Got to test that quality. Right. Gentlemen, shall we? We shall. Uh, apparently, we're carrying all this stuff up to the second floor. Eh, not the worst uh, schlepping that we've done. Let's go check out these fine accommodations. It's not a, a cramped airplane seat between you two massive muscle-bound... Yes, I want to get. I want to lay down somewhere for a minute. It's not a trailer either. And we don't talk about Bill. We very much do not talk about Bill. It's like Bruno. Who? Don't worry about it. Children's movie, you wouldn't have watched it. Good movie, though. Oh. Yeah, I got drunk before I had to watch that with the girls. I enjoyed it. Anyway, and I'll start schlepping my stuff up to uh, the room that I have the key card for. Surprisingly, this place is fairly nice in the way of bugs go. You open up the doors with the electronic key cards and you see effectively a small efficiency style hotel room. There is a TV. There is a Blu-ray player in here. There is a queen size bed. There is an air conditioner unit in each room, as well as a mini fridge, a small little kitchenette, private bathroom and a desk chair and a, uh, a very small one and a half person love seat. And we each have our own room? Yes. You have got to be shitting me. I've stayed in worse in the States on FBI missions. This is great. It's uh, fucking Yeah. Okay. Don't don't look the gift horse in the mouth. Just take what's given. Mm-hmm. Is it four rooms in a row or is it like two and two across the hall? 
So there are four rooms in a row. It's set up like a motel with an exterior door. As you look at the rooms, you realize these all are compartmental. You do see that there are some, you know, prominent names in the metal. They are uh, Halliburton and they're all components. They were flown over and put together like storage containers. As we've been walking around, what's the general state of people moving around? Is this reminiscent of an active war zone? Are people moving around armed? Are people just chilling? People are moving around armed. They are chilling. They don't seem as though that they're on high alert. There are people working guard duty. Um, You see that there is even a motor pull here. You would figure with the people that you don't see that there's maybe about a hundred people in total here. It's not as though that they're actively seeking out, you know, war or combat or battle, but they're certainly on, uh, on alert. There is a helipad here, but no helicopter. Was I able to get any information before we came here on the general state of affairs in the region? I figure Rooster would know. Yes. Well, yeah, Rooster would know because Rooster filled out some of the most recent paperwork that even the folks here at Turner received from back at headquarters that they did not provide input. The Taliban is technically in control here. There are two to three cells of Islamic State Khorasan groups that are located here as well. You are not far from the Pakistan border. So there is some uh, spillover from the groups fighting from both sides because they don't get along with each other at all. There has been a, technically you cannot call it a ceasefire or peace operations or treaty because it's a corporation, but hostilities toward Westerners is fairly low right now, at least on the grand scale of things. There, There are always going to be small isolated incidents but not large scale. There's not large scale war going on at the moment. And the Afghan National Army evaporated. You're able to get in the, into your rooms, relax a little bit, stretch out. Inside your refrigerators, as you look, you see that there are bottles of Dasani water and there are a bunch of Nature Valley granola bars. There's a box of them on top of the fridge for you to snack on, but everything else would need to be either purchased or requisitioned. As soon as I drop my personal gear, I'm going to head over and knock on Rowan's door. I'll open it. My duffel bag is still sitting, leaning against the desk area, but I have pulled out my uh, secured laptop and put that on the desk. Hey, how you settling in? I put my bag down. I figure Yuma rules. This is our meeting room. Yeah, not quite as much room as uh, in Yuma or in uh, Helena, but it'll do. Alright, let's pick up the boys and go get our box. I feel naked walking around out here. I feel overdressed, but that's probably for the best at the moment. I say knocking on a piece of the armor that I'm wearing. Yeah, um, hold on a sec. I'm gonna reach up and just sort of tighten the strap that's hanging a little, trust me. You want that one tight. <sighs> Fine. Look, um, I know that you usually look to me to be the LT and to be the boss. I don't know Afghanistan. I don't know the current tensions. I don't know much of anything besides what's in the news for regular civilians. I'm FBI. I never expected to leave domestic territory. 
So I'm going to be leaning on you for your knowledge of Afghanistan and how to keep us alive while we deal with this. Yeah, that's why step one is getting our gear. And then from there, I don't know, are we going to be asking people about this guy? We're, we're going to have to. Charlie said that he walked off in a direction in the mountains, but he didn't know what direction that he'd went off in. So another fucking Boberg doll. Great. River will knock on the door. Go and open it. Hey. Hey. So uh, you got time for a shower and, and some food before the conference? You know, we're on uh, we're on our time. We're not. Uh, beholden to anyone else at the moment so yeah take a shower get yourself settled as much as you can um and she'll look at her watch which she would have set to local time after landing in kabul let's meet back here in say an hour that enough time i hope so let's go get the box rooster yep let's go yeah and i'll pull the breckenridge hat on while i was in the room i've pinned my hair up as tightly as possible to get it up and off of my neck so it easily fits under the hat rory you are leaning on the vanity looking in the mirror and you feel and hear the sound of reality tearing You haven't had one of these incidents in a while. I think I start panicking a little bit, like thinking, wait, did I take my meds last night? Just like start kind of thinking through stuff really quickly. You glance down and you look at your medicine bottle and in front of you, you see that there are shaving implements. It's a little more pale here, almost as though that it's the that twilight you know, the golden hour of twilight in time. It just seems like the light is washed out. It's kind of almost too bright with an extra white blue light. In the mirror, you see that there are two army guys in this room with you. They're playing cards. I walk over to him. One looks up at you and you see that his face is desiccated. It's dry. The skin is drawn back. He has no eyeballs, and his mouth is sewn shut. I immediately just kind of back, take a few steps back and kind of start walking the other way. He drops down his hand, and the other one stands up and drops down the same exact hand. You look over, and you see that there is a calendar, and there's also an alarm clock. The calendar has been checked off, and you see that it says December 30th, 2011, and then the alarm goes off, and you feel a very hot breeze on your neck as everything goes white. I just squint and put my hands up in front of my eyes and just kind of wait to come back to my hotel room, because this isn't the first time this has happened. You're looking at yourself in the mirror in the hotel room, standing at the same spot where you were leaning forward, looking at the vanity. There's a knock at your door. I kind of shake myself awake, splash some water in my face. To answer your question, 
no, you missed a dose of your meds. Travel was weird. Time got a bit fucky. I open the door. Hey, Cappy, we're getting the gear. Conference room, Yuma style in an hour. You want to shower and shave or come with us? Um, Yuma style? He wasn't in Yuma. It's like it was back in back in Montana. My room is the okay. Got it. Primary meeting um, spot. I actually might check out uh, what their medical situation is like here. See if I can't be of some assistance if we have downtime. Dude, you're staying in the fucking Cobble Ritz Carlton right now. I'm pretty sure they're set up. Still, <laughs> you do you, boo. But since when do you say that? <laughs> You know what? I've been in an actual relationship for a year and a half, okay? Just, I say weird shit. First of this, neither of us, it's not the first time either of us have been in a combat zone. I'll see you at the meeting. And I walk past him. Rooster, leave it be. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaving it. I'm just, yeah. All right. Let's go get the gear. You head down and get your stuff, and it takes two of you to schlep up the large box that has all some of the weird shit in it, as well as, you know, armament and whatnot. I have two specific, well, a couple specific things I'm wondering if we got that I'm going to check first. One is, were we able to get helmets with the body armor? Yes. And the other one is I had specifically requested underbarrel shotgun attachments for our M4s. Yes, and there is also an anti-tank rocket in there as well. I'm just going to kind of nod, little smile. There's only one. Yeah. But it might make the difference. I'm just much... Look, do you know how hard it fucking was to get my Beretta? It's like the thing that the famous picture of that injured guy holding one and it's fucking impossible to get him, even though this was supposedly the official sidearm of the U.S. military. All I had to do was ask, and they gave me a rocket. I guess there's something to be said for uh, working for the military for hire that uh, gets paid better than the average grunt. The, the, yeah, definitely better than being rent-a-fuzz. All right. You haven't been rent-a-fuzz in several years. It's still better than being rent-a-fuzz. You're not wrong. All right, let's uh, let's get this stuff parceled out. River, what are you doing? Once I finish my shower, I'm going to go outside, look around to see if any of the others are visible, but I'm not going to knock on their doors. You see Rory's actually walking across part of the the field, like the parade area, if you will, uh, toward a building with a giant red cross on it. Oh, I was about to call out his name when I noticed where he's headed. Uh, Now, leave leave that to him. So I'll I'll ask the first person I encounter, where does the fella get some food around here? The person that walks by, you see that he's he's got a name tag on his gear. He's dressed in desert camo, does not have a national flag on his shoulder, but he's got the Breckenridge logo and uh, Bull is listed as his name. He goes, oh, the, the mess hall's down this way. Pretty tasty. He looks you up and down. You don't look former military. Fancy that. So what brings you out here, man? 
Oh, are you looking for the guy that walked off? Tell me about that guy. <laughs> He's a weirdo. I'm walking down to the dinner. You want to go get, let's, let's go get some dinner. Absolutely. Name's Doug Bull. Puts his hand out. Hey, I'm redacted. Nice to meet you. Uh, there are so many, so many redacteds here. It's not even funny. I'm going to get you a nickname. Really? Oh, Dude, well. there's even a punk rock song about, about so many redacted. So many redacted. Oh, yeah. I, my daughter never lets me hear the end of that one. You walk down to a, a building, it opens up, and there's a cafeteria, and there's different food stations there, and there's a, an Asian-type thing that's got noodles going on. Catch a smell of pasta, like Italian-style pasta. You see that they've got pizza. There's also a, a grill. And there's a person at each station taking orders and, and making grub. Oh, what, what's good here? Honestly, pretty much everything. It's better than eating MREs, and I like getting burgers. Only thing that would be really nice is I would love a beer with this burger, but that's not happening. Yeah, I'm going to have to find a different country with that, I think. No kidding, right? But hey, that's all right. Saving up enough money, get my own uh, under fridge uh, tap, and can't wait to get back. Yep, I hear you. So, where are you from? Oh, California. Oh, where about? Oh, Northern. Ah, go Warriors. That's right. He just kind of smiles and heads off. He's like, you can sit at my table. I'm not one of those mean people. Oh, sure. You can tell me about that weird guy. Uh, he was, he would, uh, yeah. So Tim was a strange guy. Like he was all into ancient history and stuff like that, which is kind of cool. But there's a point when it gets to be annoying when all you're doing is talking about dragons and sun gods and you know all kinds of weird weird shit he wanted to go visit a a a place deeper in the mountains because apparently there's like a shangri-la or some shit out there you think that's where he went you know i think so i mean look we're out here it's not like we're in the army right we can come and go as we please for the most part but it's not good when somebody kind of heads off i mean he would talk about going off and looking for stuff. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't blame him. Did anybody see him leave or did he just dis- disappear? I think two of the guards saw them leave. We got video cameras all over the place here, but a lot of times they're shit. We can't get reception worth, worth the dick out here. Cause apparently there's all kinds of, you know, iron ore deposits and stuff that messes with the electromagnetic frequencies, which is kind of good because in my job, I don't want people being able to use cell phones or different things. I'm the guy that goes finds bombs. Ah, yeah. I don't want that job. Yeah, well, somebody's got to do it. You don't want somebody finding the bomb the wrong way. No, I don't. Is that a big problem around here? It was for a long time. We still have to worry about it. They don't like us here. Then again, we really shouldn't be here. But the paycheck that I'm getting, kind of happy about it. So if I if I leave the camp, do I need to take a metal detector or something with me? So we've done some pretty good sweeps around the outside. If you see something funky, try not to step on it. If you step on something and you hear it go click, say a prayer to your favorite deity. And, uh, you know, maybe radio for some help might not help because radios don't work worth the dick. But, uh, yeah, uh, try to get, get one of us and uh, maybe we'd be able to save your ass. 
Also, don't pick up things along the roadside and stay away from shit that's thrown on the on the side of the road. Gotcha. Not a bad burger, huh? Yeah, it's it's pretty good. Did you hear about that place? Hear about what place? Uh, yeah, a place called Black Valley. Yeah, that's where that's where Ellis was talking talking about. No, oh, that's where he was talking about going. Oh, oh, all right. Well, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't, uh, doesn't surprise me. Shit. Sorry. Sorry. I, I was asking you if that's where he was talking about. Oh yeah. 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 That's where he was talking about. What do you know about it? I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, people talk a lot about different places here and there. I think from what he was saying, it was like a myth. You know, like I said, like a Shangri-La or some stuff. I think a place of, you know, mystical magic magic and dragons and, you know, all that kind of weird, weird, weird type stuff. But honestly, if it has any religious importance, the Taliban or, you know, the ISIS guys, they probably would have bombed it to shit by now. Well, is it is it just a story or is it an actual place on the maps? I've never seen it. Not on any map I've seen. Okay. Well, that's that's interesting. Yeah, it is what it is. I mean, it's crazy. There's a lot of neat stuff out here. There were a lot of statues out here to old religions that the current guys that are in charge came in and blew up. It's kind of a shame. Kind of like weird Indiana Jones. Stuff belongs in a museum. Or just belongs where it should be. Don't go taking it off to some far off country but whatever yeah uh, I mean just because you don't agree well never mind I won't get into the politics of it yeah good idea politics in this area doesn't always go well together because somebody's going to hate whatever you say yep so on the note of kind of looks around uh, we have some Sing Tao beer if you want be willing to give you a tall boy if welcome welcome the country just don't get caught outside with it because well don't let any of the locals see you see you have it i'll keep that in mind i I think i'll pass for now all right i gotta get back off i gotta go see the dogs and uh you'll see how that's working out you you mean actual dogs Yeah. yeah come on look at you're done Toss it over there. Let's go. Let's go see the uh, our, our buddies that help make sure that we uh, we get through. Okay. Okay. Let's go see your buddies. You gotta meet my fr- my friend Redacted. He has he has the best dog. Awesome. I like dogs. Dogs are cool. More of a dog guy than a cat guy. Cats will just look at you like, what the fuck ever. Feed me. Dogs are like, I love you. <laughs> Rory, you walk into the a, a small building and. It's set up like an urgent care building. Um, there is even a small operating theater in here. It's good to know. And uh, there's a, a few folks here. They look over and they wave. A younger guy, bald head, goatee, comes over. Ah, what can we do for you? Uh, hi, just wanted to come by and introduce myself. I'm here with Breckenridge CAA business, but I'm a doctor by trade. Just thought I'd come introduce myself, see what the setup was like. Welcome. All right. Puts out his hands. Nice to uh, meet doctor you. Dr. Redacted. Dr. Redacted. Wow. Guys, we got an actual doctor over here. They're like, woohoo. My name's Booker Douglas. Pleased to meet you. I'm, I'm one of the nurses here. Nice to meet you. I've done, done trauma nurse uh, for a while. Been pretty good here. 
not too bad. Dr. Zaff is not currently, uh, he's currently in town. So. Okay. Well, I guess just let him know I'm around, uh, for the near future. I'm not sure how long I'll be here. Okay. But. Well, welcome in. It's kind of nice. Uh, we heard that another doc was coming in. So he gets in close. You're not replacing him, are you? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. All right. Good, 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 good. Yeah. You guys very busy around here or? Uh, yeah. I mean, we hand out a lot of Imodium and a lot of ibuprofen. That tracks. So, uh, he kind of looks you up and down. You spend some time over here before? Uh, yeah, a few years ago. Were you in, in, uh, on the private side? Air Force. Air Force? Air Force. Ah, nice. You guys did some, some decent work. Yep. People get patched up. You know, since people have, uh, pulled out of... You know, since the Americans pulled out, things have been kind of quiet. So I guess it's maybe a good thing. I don't know. It's complicated. Yeah. It's like almost like a forever war. But we're here to make sure that certain assets are protected because, hey, that's what we get paid for. And, you know, look after people when the hearts and minds. Yeah. You always need doctors, huh? Yeah. We've got a, a group of uh, Doctors Without Borders that comes through. A couple French guys, uh, French-Canadian and a, uh, a doc from Senegal. Nice. Uh, Dr. Zeph is a Turkish guy. Very cool. Just have been close to an hour. I'll check my watch. It has. All right. Well, I actually, get, actually have to get going, but sure, I'll see you around. Yeah, see you around. Have a good day, man. Thanks. I'll head back to Rowan's room. As you're walking out, you see across the way, you see River is walking with a guy in desert camo and walking to a building that's got a actually has a dog emblem, like a, a Malinois German Shepherd emblem on it. Uh, I'll go catch up to him. Hey, uh, we just talking about you. Uh, Doug here was uh, taking me to see the dogs. You have dogs here? Yeah. Oh, man. I've got a dog at home that I'm missing right now. Oh, well, let's get you some puppy loving now. These guys are these guys are workers, so. Yeah. I suppose we could drop in real quick. We've got to go meet up in a second, but. Oh, yeah, I lost track of the time. Uh, actually, you know what? We should probably come rain check that as much as I would love to see those dogs. Yeah. Okay. Hot dog's going to want to see them, too. That's true. Rooster loves dogs. Well, come on by. Uh, Dr. Dior kind of, uh, she looks after them and keeps the kennel going. And, you know, we've got a couple handlers as well. So some socialization's good. So, yeah, come on by, meet the pups. Oh, 100%. Awesome. Well. Welcome to uh, Camp Fucked. Hope you guys have a good day. Thank you. All right. See you around. Later, man. And he walks in and you hear that some dogs give a happy bark. Aww. All right, let's go before I change my mind. So you guys head back to Rowan's room. And the door is propped open so you can just walk in. You nearly lost us there. They got dogs. Oh, well, I'm... You should be so proud that I decided to come here instead i am this close to running in there and spending the rest of my time with them i am deeply impressed humbled and honored that you chose this meeting over going and getting puppy love but it's i am doing that as soon as this is over i I honestly don't think this is going to take very long right uh everyone's here and i'll close the door so our first order of operation then is going to be to talk to anyone who might have known our target, Tim Ellis, and see if we can figure out which direction he went in and what he might have been looking for. 
uh, already on that, I was told a couple guards saw him leaving and there might be video. The video cameras are running, but apparently not reliable. Yeah, I've been noticing that my laptop has been having some, uh, let's say, difficulties and leave it at that. Did they say why? Something in the ground. Of course. So electronics might be a bit iffy, so let's try not to get separated too far. We can't rely on cell phones like we usually do. Do we know if Ellis was working with Breckenridge? Like, was he an employee? Was that his cover? Or was he... CAA, I thought. Do I know if he was working under a cover of being a Breckenridge employee or was he here as CIA? He was working as a Breckenridge employee as a CIA liaison. Got it. So, so like River or Rowan and I. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why they didn't go looking for him a whole bunch. Sure. Someone like that goes walking off. You think that they have a purpose to it, which means that no one's going to come looking for us. So for better or worse. For better or worse. So we probably should have a chat with whoever's in charge of this place and see if they know what he was working on. Because Charlie was telling me that they don't know. That even the program might not exactly know what he was working on. I get the sense that he was by himself a lot. Charlie had things to say about him being sent off alone. Apparently he was really interested in that uh, Black Valley place, which is not necessarily a real place. It's kind of a myth. Isn't that what the you were here sent here to check out? At least the cover? Well, that was the cover, yeah. I feel like we might need to get a local guide or something. No. Sorry. Sorry. No, I mean... You're right. Um, they need to be vetted. Heavily. First. Would there be locals that Breckenridge would have interfaced with? Uh, I mean, as far as I know, that's what all the shit comes across my desk says. But if anybody just volunteers to help or comes out and says, hey, pay me and I'll help you, the answer is no. Well, then we're not going to go looking that way. We're going to ask the people who are in charge around here who they would vet to know about the local landmarks. Yes, so let me just get this straight. We've got a dust one, and then we've also got an Indiana Jones, like, hidden secret occult thing place we're looking for. If this turns out to be like Temple of Doom, I'm walking that direction. I say pointing back toward Cobble. My guess is that's probably at least somewhat related, at least from what you were saying, River. Yeah, well, you never know which movie you're going to end up in. Well, and to be fair, in our experience so far, the weird things tend to be connected in some way, even if we can't see it. It's like uh, the mycelium, the underground network of mushrooms. The shit pops up in different places, but it's all connected. You had to say mushrooms. Am I wrong? Hey, at least we got another anti-tank rocket. All right, so first order of business is talking and asking questions and... Let's see what we can find out before we have to go looking for more trouble. Yeah, I'm going to just say this flat out because, I mean, I'm not familiar with Afghanistan like the two of you are. That said, I am not particularly interested in going venturing out unless I know where we're going, or at least have a pretty good idea. That seems like a fool's errand. 
Yeah, I say we get as much intel as we can without leaving the base. And then once we know where we're going and what we're going to do there, then and we have a guide, then we can go out for a short expedition and come back. And for the record, you say familiar with Afghanistan? That's kind of like saying familiar with California. I mean, I was down in Helmand Province. I was all over northern northern Iraq, but this bit away from Helmand, thank God. Yes, but... More familiar than the two of you. Exactly. I'm, I'm familiar with California, but I wouldn't be familiar with Georgia. And that's the difference. At least you have a base of knowledge to work from. Yeah, all right, well. More so than me. The best that I can say is that I can speak Russian. Maybe that'll help, but unlikely. All right, well, step one, all three of you, keep this on your back at least, and I'm going to sort of underhand toss an M4 over towards River. So there's the carbine. Does River catch it? Do you want me to roll for that? I will try to catch it. Yes, Go ahead. First, first roll. First, first roll. roll. No, first no, I did my I did my sanity check. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead and give me a dexterity roll. Let's see if you see if you can catch this wonderful piece of firearms. Uh oh, uh oh, I don't like that oh, face. No. Oh, it's oh, I didn't give him a magazine. It's okay. What did you roll? Eighty-eight. The first eighty-eight of the arc. <laughs> and so it begins. Stars and stones. So river. You catch it, and then you bobble it, and you spin it almost as though that you're a member of the color guard. And it gets spun and tossed, and it gets stuck in the popcorn drop ceiling about eight and a half foot high off the ground there. Were you part of the color guard in high school? No, marching band. Oh. I'm going to walk over and... Pull it out of the ceiling. The ceiling tile comes down on top of you, covering you in that drop ceiling styrofoam thing. I blow it off of my face with a little blowing up the face maneuver. Bite my lip. Uh-huh. So how much of this can we uh, tell to Breckenridge? I do have a feeling that by now half the camp probably knows we're looking for Ellis. Well, after you tell Byers that you're breaking the Ritz-Carlton, you can ask him. I think that's our next stop. Honestly, the fact that we are here as, at least he and I are here as CIA liaisons, I have absolutely no doubt that that word has spread. This seems like a, this seems like a place where word spreads quickly about interesting things and people and Four white people showing up from the States, two of whom are CIA liaisons, one of whom is EPA, one of whom is a Breckenridge employee. Yeah, I'm sure we're the gossip material of the town. So let's just assume that we don't have a whole lot of secrets as far as that goes. I mean, I'm sure as another CIA liaison, Ellis would have stood out and us looking for him won't be terribly... That won't come as much of a surprise. And it might even be kind of a relief that they sent a team to look for him. Well, they're not going to do anything about it, so... No, he's not their man. And they think he wandered off looking for Shangri-La. Looking for what? Shangri-La, apparently that's... uh, That was the phrase that my buddy Doug used. Oh, shit. It's not Indiana Jones. It's fucking Uncharted. I should have brought my shoulder holster. No. (laughs) 
As far as next steps, Rowan, I think you need to check out that security footage. Yeah. And we can do buddy system if you want. Within the base, I don't know if it's as important, but wouldn't hurt. I think we just need to interview. So one of us needs to talk to the whoever's in charge here. Get his version of events. Uh, maybe inquire about a guide. What else is immediate? I can follow up on my official cover. That's true. Guy I talked to who doesn't seem to know where this place is. Maybe you should go with whoever's talking to the guy in charge. Maybe he'd know more about that, too. If we talk to Byers, he's the one who's going to give us security camera access anyway. So how about let's all go talk to him, get what we need, and then we can chase down the things. Yeah, I, I think that checking in with the person in charge as the new people on the block is a good idea anyway. Consider it like checking in with the police when we arrive in a new town. Well, we already met him once. I mean, he's expecting that we're going to come to him with questions soon, so. I imagine. So let's go and have a chat with uh, Mr. Byers. Are there ranks around here? <sighs> Depends on whether they're playing business, tech startup, or playing army. This guy seems to know what he's actually doing, and he used the term boss. So go with that. Sure. All right, so let's go have a chat with him. And once we know a little bit more of the lay of the land, we can start looking at security footage. We can start finding out more about this poisoned river. And then, you know, take a puppy break. Because I think after traveling for a day and a half, I think we are well earned a little bit of time with puppers. Yeah. All right, so let's head over to to Briars. You guys head down to the main office and you open up the door. Byers is sitting there talking with a woman. Everyone here is dressed in desert camo. They do have a standard uniform. Um, it does have the Breckenridge logo on the shoulder for like where the military would have their flag. And almost everyone that's wearing a proper top has a name tag on it as well. Sometimes some of them have, you know, what their job is or what their department is. The woman you see says it says more M-O-R-E and then underneath it, it says supply and logistics. And she is wearing a, uh, you know, Shemag or Fadaya. And it's around her neck with her head uncovered while she's in here talking with Byers. Byers looks up. Ah, welcome. Uh, you guys got a minute? We have several. Excellent. Hold on just a moment. Let me finish this up. He signs off on a piece of paper, hands it over to her. She's like, all right, we'll, we'll try getting them as soon as we can. Um, I'll try getting this scanned and sent out as soon as I can. He's like, excellent. All right, sounds good. And she heads off. What you looking for? Just standard stuff. We need some more cleaning supplies. Don't you have privates with, you know, spit shine for that? <laughs> nope. Nope. Everybody here makes over uh, six digits per year. Even the lowest paid the guys that are working in the... Uh, in the mess hall, or excuse me, the cafeteria, make quite a bit of cash. So nobody's cleaning anything with spit. And as you noticed, you kind of lived the high life. Yeah, I know. I noticed. I'm, yeah, if you couldn't tell, I was a grunt. Yeah. So yeah. this is a bit different. Yeah, I, I saw a little bit. Yeah? Out here? No, I saw a little bit about you, but I, I saw a little bit. I saw quite a bit here. I've been in country since uh, 2003. Well, ah, I've been back and forth. So this would be my about my 18th time I've been here. Shit. 
Yeah, I did uh, 04 to 14 for medical discharge. So Okay. But most of that was Iraq. Kind of nicer here. Not so flat. We got these nice mountains to look at. And uh, during the time, you kind of knew who was shooting at you there. Now, it's another story. Oh, so you all came in. Uh, looks as though that you have an agenda. We can certainly start marking off this agenda. Do we have a PowerPoint? Because I don't actually have one of those clicky things to play the PowerPoint. I had one of those PowerPoint clicky things, and then it went to shits. Well, I try to avoid uh, PowerPoints when I'm not actually in my usual office. Why is all the tech breaking around here anyway? So our comms guy says that it's due to all of the uh, magnetized ore that's in the mountains. Plays hell on old school compasses too. But anything that's got like an RF video, like an, like a radio frequency, gets jacked up after a period of time. Batteries get sucked up real fast too. Interesting. Back to old school north has moss on the trees. Sometimes. Moss doesn't grow that great out here. Yeah, you you know what I fucking mean. Orienteering classes, you know? They teach us that in, in AIT. Mm-hmm. I'm from Washington originally. Moss grows on all sides of the trees up there. <laughs> True enough. Well, as nice as it is, I'm sure, to reminisce about uh, the military times, uh, as you've said, we do have a bit of an agenda. Uh, no PowerPoint, just a, just a short list of things that we're looking at. All right. I can do what I can do. Well, you know that Redacted and I are, are here as CIA liaisons, yes? Yep. We're looking for a uh, Tim Ellis who went walking off about a week ago. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Tim, Tim walked off. Have you guys done any reports on that? Other than he has not returned back? No. No follow-up? No, because, you know, you you guys kind of go off and do your own thing. I'm hoping he comes back. And if he doesn't, you know, that's a letter I gotta write, but... Well, the fact that we were brought in from the States because he went missing should say quite a lot, shouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's telling me a lot. It's telling me that I need to prep that letter. Yeah, you should do that. So, do you know what direction he went in? Kinda. Okay. I've got a quick blip of him walking off, heading out the western door, western gate, um, from the camera. But there was a little bit of interference once he got a little bit further down the road. I mean, he could have headed off north back into the mountains or, you know, headed south down into, back down into town. But he was a weird one. So, so how long was he here before he went walkabout? You know, I think I inherited him with the base. That long? Well, it was about two. It's only been about about a year now. So, that's still a long time for an operative to be in one place. I guess. I don't know. That's not my uh, not my ballywick, if you know what I mean. Sure. Do you have any? Did you talk to him very often? Not a lot. He kept to himself. He had he had other friends on base. You know, there are people that get assigned here. As long as they don't give me a problem or don't cause issues, I give folks kind of free reign. Do you have names for the friends? Yeah, I'm going to pull out my little notebook from hip pocket and slide it across the desk. If you, Names of uh, who, who he would have talked to would be very helpful. Also, 
I imagine he had lodging here. Can we get access to it? Yeah, I, I can give you access to it. I don't see that being a problem. He was buddy buddies with Graham, uh, Gina Graham. She's a uh, one of our, our human intelligence people. Bruce, you recognize the name. You've been in correspondence with her, you know, sending things. Never really had a personal conversation, but you sent her email. He was also buddies with the chap named Bryant, Thomas Bryant. Thomas is one of our one of our drivers. Are they here now? Yeah, they should okay. be. Yeah, I think we'll probably have a talk with them at some point. Sounds good. Yeah, and they, you can talk to them every you want. Just, you know, try to keep any kind of uh, hysteria to a minute, you know? Sure, of course. They got room numbers here? Or? Um, he His was actually uh, first floor number eight, uh, or I think you would call it maybe 108. I think that's what's on the door. Yeah, he was down there. It was it was second from the end. Where would we find Gina Graham and Bryant? Bryant's a driver. He's usually in the motor pool. He likes also hanging out over in the uh, you know in the wreck area. Uh, Gina's usually over there as well. Yeah, well, the wreck area sounds like a good place to find people. Yeah, not a bad place. We don't have a lot of folks here. We got maybe a hundred folks between us and Cyprus. Maybe hundred and ten now. Add, oh no, add you guys in. We're at one hundred and fifteen. Woohoo! What's uh, Cyprus? Cyprus, they're another security company. Okay. Another contractor. Same shit, different day, different paycheck. Y'all get along okay? Not for the most part. They won the last basketball tournament, so... Ooh, Bull was pissed. He got blocked on a three-pointer at the end of regulation. Oh my god, that's the kind of thing that would have my dad swearing at the television. Oh, he was swearing. <laughs> we, we almost had an all-out brawl, but that's okay. I guess you got to have those one on, once in a while to relieve tension. Yeah, sometimes. But remember, we have human resources now. If you got a game coming up, just uh, let me know. I can fill in. Okay. We'll keep you in mind. But yeah, go go talk go talk to Dougie. Dougie, uh, Dougie loves talking basketball. Okay. I'm going to ask this because someone has to, but uh, Black Valley... Apparently, our uh, walkabout boy was super into this when looking for it. Yeah, so that's probably why the EPA guy was going to come. River raises his hand. Oh, oh, you're the EPA guy. That's me. So a bunch of scientists went off into the mountains, tested a whole bunch of water, and then came back stating that they had found stuff in the water. Normally, I wouldn't care because... It's not my job, but the worry is that it's spreading and we're in the biggest monsoon season that we've ever seen. It's been the wettest that we've ever had. We're lucky today we haven't caught any rain and he knocks on his desk. But a lot of that stuff is is overflowing. A lot of those streams are turning into rivers. And once we're nice little happy mountain passes are turning into waterfalls and raging torrents. So the junk that's that was floating down uh, the creeks where they found that found that stuff is probably going to get elsewhere. So I guess it's a good idea to go figure it out. Are they still around? No, they they hightailed out of here. One of them came by. He ended up getting sick. They took him into town and then they they helicoptered him out. Luckily, the helicopter made it. The Taliban decided that they didn't want to take pop shots at it and try to knock it out of the sky. As you see, we don't have a very good set of airspace here. Did they treat him at the medical center here? Yeah. Before taking him in? Yep. I'll glance over at Rory. You might want to see if they have any records there. This feels like a Montana situation. 
Yeah. And what was that guy's name again? Uh, you know, I don't remember. I think he was a, a Spanish fellow. Or okay. no, no. I don't think it was Spain. Portugal. What's that area between Spain and France? Basque. Basque. That's what it was. He was a Basque guy. Here's the card for Ellis's, Ellis's room. Thank you. So why was Ellis interested in it? He was. According to one of the, someone we talked to earlier. Oh, well, like I said, I didn't talk to him that much. I'm not surprised, though. Did you get any of the scientific reports here? I didn't get them, but then again, my job is to point weapons at people and tell them not to shoot other people. Yeah. Helpful. Um, if we are able to track some of this stuff down, we might be looking for a local person who might know a little bit more about where this Black Valley might be or other surrounding areas that locals would know more about. So if there's anyone that you would recommend that you have vetted with your security clearances, I'd be interested in that. You know what? The person that's been here the longest outside of Ellis is a, is a guy named Harding, Ryan Harding. I'll see him in a bit, but if you if you come across him, tell him to tell him to come visit me. He's going to be the guy that's going to show you around. Okay. Uh, description. I, I don't want to go around asking everyone their name when we're on the move. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. He's about yay tall, and he measures about six foot tall, which is shorter than he is. Uh, skinny guy has a kind of tan, as a, has a high and tight. You've just described almost everyone on this base. Well, you just you asked. <laughs> He's got really nice eyes. I can't ever tell. I say gesturing at my glasses. No, you'll be able to tell. I'll be sure to go stare longingly into everyone's gaze to make sure I know. All right, let's. uh... (laughs) He smiles. He's like, yeah, I mean, if that's that's cool. Yeah, he's got he's got Ryan's got really he's got neat eyes. Let's let's put it that way. Um, Yeah, that's kind of it. Oh, and he's got a name tag. This is Harding. That helps. He smiles, big, big, toothy smile. I'm trying. I'm sorry here. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, would it be possible to get access to that security footage that you mentioned? We might see something before a blip or whatever. Yeah, um, I'll get that to you here in a, in a bit. Give me a little bit. I got to talk to our comms person. I can get that to you. Hopefully it'll stick. I'll get it onto a, a flash drive for you. Sure. I got a laptop to look at it on. Hopefully that won't get too damaged by whatever's going on. Hope not. All right. Well, thank you so much for your help. You've been a great assistance. Well, as long as it doesn't come back that uh, a American national has been um, murdered, I'm okay with my job. Um, your kind of people go off and go walk about and do your own things. So hopefully he just found something cool or got reassigned and nobody got told because secret squirrel shit and uh, away we go, right? Well, for what it's worth, with secret squirrel shit... It's unlikely to get reported if he does go missing in that respect. Yeah, I just don't want to fill out that paperwork. It, well, we'll see how things spin out. Sounds good. All right, thank you, sir. Welcome. You guys head down to room 108, and you see that there is a little slider that has his name on it, like slide placard, and it's handwritten. It says Tim Ellis. You use the card key, it badges in, The first thing that hits you is the smell of bleach. You see that the room itself is very well kept. 
The floor is a metal floor. The carpet and rug that you guys had upstairs is not in this room. It's actually rolled up and leaning against the wall. Why do I get the feeling I don't want to take a black light to this room? I have exactly the opposite thought that he's that he's so much of a neat freak. Like this place reeks of bleach. I'm kind of just getting tired of walking into places people live and smelling things first. You know, I'll I'll take bleach over everything else that we've smelled walking into places where people live. Yeah, that's not what I'm saying. Just it's the principle of the thing, you know? Sure. I'm going to start looking around, going through drawers and things. You see that there are neatly stacked GI underwear and clothing here. Very, very tidy. In the closet, you see that there is a large canvas bag that has the United States Department seal on it. And on top of the bag itself, there is a canvas diplomatic pouch that has a logo that says, do not open. It is locked and zippered, or zippered and locked. We're going to open that, aren't we? If we can find a key. I think it's a felony to open these things if you're not supposed to. But, I mean, at least one of us is here under fake-ish credentials, so we're already past felony territory. Open what thing? Yes, exactly. Call me paranoid, but maybe we should ask Doug to have his dogs take a sniff of this thing first. He does demolitions. Bomb dogs. Yeah. I mean, CIA is all paranoid and... Well, let's keep looking around at anything else first, maybe. I'm going to start looking in the more usual sneaky people places to hide keys. Give me a search roll. Can others join the search? Yes, others can join the search. All right. Finally. 81. Missed it. Made it. 20. Ot six. Okay. What did you get, River? Uh, 69 out of... Nice. nice. All right. So, Rory, you actually find a black light pen in the nightstand. There are a few other books, and you also see that there is a small squirt bottle, like a spray bottle. When you bring it to your nose, it gives off a familiar smell. And actually, River, who's right there, goes, smells and smells like luminol. Rooster, you find a key taped to the bottom of a mouthwash bottle. You also see that there are about 30 mouthwash bottles in the closet in a box. So he liked the liver and onions at the cafeteria? Is it the kind of mouthwash with alcohol in it? That was my next question. Are you going to open it up and give it a whiff? It should say on the front. It says that it is... uh, it is mouthwash. It is a brand name Western mouthwash. Yeah, I mean, in the standard semi-careful way. Okay. You open it up and yeah, it smells not like mouthwash. This smells like gin. Oh, hold on a second. I want to go get one of the ones off the shelf and see if it smells the same or if it's been opened or if it still has that seal on it. None of them have the seal. They've all been cracked open at least once. And just pulling out one or two of them, do they also smell like gin? Yes. Hey, guys, we got a bootlegger. Do you think he sells it or is it for personal use? 
I don't know, but uh, I found a key underneath one of them, and I'm thinking bathtub hooch. Maybe. Can I see the key? Sure. It's a small key, and it fits the bag. Okay. Let's have a look around the room with that black light first before we go popping that bag open. I will start shining it. Okay. Go ahead and give me a forensics roll for the people that are you uh, that are doing this. Seth, I give I hand the I hand the luminol to the river. <laughs> Can more people assist? Because I do have stuff in forensics. Yes. Oh, I have zero in forensics. I I'll just do the black light first. Okay. Yeah. Play itself. I hand everything to River. I'll assist. I step out of the way. Fifty missed it. Okay. No, uh, another sixty-nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Not nice. I only have a sixty-four. But with the assistance of Rowan, that's gonna. I'm gonna say that we're gonna give her a ten instead of the traditional twenty because Rowan failed failed her roll. You do have to spray down the luminol. The black light just will not show it on its own because this place has been bleached. But you do see written on the metal ground. It says, "Kali Gati K A L I G H A T I." And the next line says, death awakens the sleeper. I'm Tiana Hansen, and I play Rowan. I'm Ben Sislavski, and I play Rooster. I'm Seth Jones, and I play River. I'm Joseph Newman, and I play Rory. I'm Dan Voshkevich, the Handler. Our story is based on the role-playing game Delta Green by Arc Dreams Publishing. Delta Green is created by Dennis Detweiler, Adam Scott Glancy, and John Scott Tynes. Season 4 is based on the scenario Kali Gotti, written by Shane Ivey. If you like our story, there are a few ways to support us. First, you can check out our Patreon page, patreon.com slash theredactedreports. Patrons of our podcast will receive early access to episodes, Rowan's written reports for each story, as well as other goodies and opportunities exclusive to our patrons. We offer special thanks to our $20 and up patrons. Steven Schwartz, Director Arayo, Jonathan Powell, Tom Padula, M.S. Aznikar, Heather Ney, Jen Obertaz, Jake Blair, Bomb Clancy, Kit Thompson, Danny, Lady Bedeville, Shark Manning, Andrea of the Burbs, Red Dead Coquette, Blartimus, Ginger Fury, Dr. Christian Lehman, Kate, D.B., and The Entity Some Have Called Joe. If you can't support us directly, that's okay. Please support us by telling people about us. Leave a review wherever you get your podcast and follow us on the usual social media sites. Also, check out our website, www.theredactedreportspodcast.com. All of our handouts are archived there. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you could reach out to Agent Harker through our contact form on this site. The Redact Reports is edited and produced by Tiana Hansen and is distributed by Quest and Chaos. If you like what you hear with us, give Quest and Chaos YouTube and Twitch channels a visit. They play Dungeons & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu on a weekly basis. Our intro and outro music this season is Three Ravens by Ed Randazzo and Brett Alexander. You can find more amazing music by them at www.edrandazzomusic.com and www.brettalexanderonline.com. Join us next week when reality melts around the pressures from beyond and entities with unspeakable names and burrowing thoughts dream at us. 
They wait for that moment to devour our puny, insignificant lives and replace us with drones and clones to control the rest of humanity. Three ravens, three ravens with eyes black as night. Just look in their eyes, oh don't put up a fight. They'll strike where you stand, a slow death you feel. Beware of the ravens or you'll be their next meal.